Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Nitpicking Nitwits. I'm Mike Stein, joined as always by fellow Nitwits, Mr. Jeffers and Mr. Dally. On this week's episode, we nitpick stingy buffets, kids copping ATM codes, and drinking celebrity bathwater. Well, let's get to it. There's this sushi restaurant, and they have, like, a big popular buffet. And I guess their whole thing is, and I don't know, maybe this is popular, so any, they come by at the end of your meal when you're done, you know, and they, like, count up all the uneaten pieces of sushi on your plate, and you have to pay for each, each uneaten piece. I've never heard of that. Am I an asshole for taking some of that sushi, hiding it in, like, your sleeve or something, and flushing it down the toilet in the bathroom? Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe a little bit, but I don't blame you for doing it. Because it's like, don't you feel like you already paid for the sushi, right? You paid for the buffet. Yeah, I kind of feel like, why set it up as a buffet if you're going to charge people for their leftovers? They're, they have a sign up there, because I guess this is a popular uh, point of contention. And it says that it's an all-you-can-eat buffet, not an all-you-can-take buffet. I mean, I've seen signs like that at buffets before. Usually they just, like, they don't give you, like, a box to take stuff home if it's a buffet. Maybe I left out a crucial piece of information. What if they they at least claim that they donate the uneaten pieces of sushi proceeds to charity. I don't know about that, because forced charity is still kind of a dick move, I think. I don't know, like, the whole thing that makes it charitable is that you're choosing to do it. I guess I'm going to have to be a sushi flusher, then. I guess so, or I guess you just have to fucking make a separate trip up to the buffet for every individual. Or you just stand by the buffet and eat? I mean, it's not your fault you have to do that. Would you have a problem with that if someone was in front of you and they just had a fork and they're just walking along the line, just picking things out and putting it into their mouth? Yeah, I guess a little bit, but I guess I kind of get it. <laughs> if somebody wanted to make a large donation to a charity and also wanted to fuck over this restaurant, would you be an asshole at going in there and taking, paying for the buffet and then just taking a huge amount of food and not eating it and just like stacking your table as high as you can with but like licking all of them or something so nobody else can have them i don't know they because then they would kind of look like a dick if they tried to stop you yeah be like what you don't want people to get charity they're like donating to feed the homeless so you're kind of taking food right out of people's mouths Although I guess I kind of would be doing that scenario. (laughs) It was ruled in Ontario that not wearing a condom after saying you would wear one is a sexual assault. Uh, I disagree with that unless you have, like, STDs. Okay, what if you don't know? Um... Then I get, I mean, I guess like they should only be able to get you in trouble for 
doing that if they got an STD from you. And if that happened, then saying you didn't know shouldn't be a defense for it. If the girl's like, oh, I got AIDS. This guy was told me he was wearing a condom, but I guess he wasn't. I got AIDS now. Like, I think it makes sense for that guy to get in trouble. So this is saying, like, you explicitly said you would wear one. And then you kind of just lie and don't wear one. Not kind of lie. You lie and don't wear one. Like, that's the part I'm having trouble with, I guess. Like, It's a dick move for sure, but if the other, if nothing bad happens to them as a result of it, then you're a dick for lying. But, like, it doesn't make sense to say you were assaulted if not, like, if there's no damages. Would you include um, getting pregnant as damages? Uh, no, but if you, if the guy lied about the condom, he's, I would imagine, should have to take on the responsibility of the kid, though. Okay, but that's still, you still wouldn't classify that as sexual assault? No, I just don't think it's an assault. It's a sexually manipulative, like... Because, I mean, it's it's still consensual sex, but... Would it still be consensual if they knew you weren't wearing a condom? I I mean, I don't know. Like, like there's no way to prove whether or not it wouldn't have been. So that's why I don't see, like, how you could make it an assault case. Like, I mean, like, the three possible scenarios of doing that is, like, say, like, no STDs, nobody got pregnant, but you found out he was (laughs) raw-dogging it without you knowing. Then it's like, okay... You're a liar and a dick, but, like, nothing bad happened to me, so I don't see how it's an assault. If you got an STD from it, then they should get in trouble for giving you an STD, but not so much just because of the condom thing. And if you get pregnant of it when they lied about a condom, that's like, okay, well, this is your kid, then. I feel like just giving anybody an STD should be a sexual assault. Unless they know you have STDs and they agree to no protection anyway ahead of time for some reason. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a fetish. Like, yeah, I kind of like the idea of, like, if you give somebody an STD and you didn't tell them you had one first, that that's... I'm okay with that being a crime, I think. Even if you didn't know that you had one, that's not a good defense, like you said. Most people, it's not hard to know if you have one or not. (laughs) Right. Let me Google it real quick. Okay, you can be convicted of the criminal transmission of an STD if you cause someone else to be infected intentionally, knowingly, or recklessly. So I think it would count as recklessly if you didn't know, but you purposely lied about not having a condom on, right? Reckless kind of leaves open a lot of gray areas. Can result in a one year in jail. Although, if you if you knowingly transmit HIV, you can get life. Yeah, that's a pretty big fucking deal, so I guess that punishment makes sense. I'm not sure what the difference between knowingly and intentionally, would, like, in a sexual manner would be, but... I'm assuming that knowingly means, like, your motivation for banging this person is just to bang them, but you're not telling them that you also have an STD but intentionally would be like, oh, I'm only going to bang this person because I want to give them a disease for whatever reason. What would knowingly but intentionally 
look like? Or I mean, um, did I say I meant knowingly and unintentionally? Uh, that would be like if you know you have an STD and you're trying to like bang somebody, but you're afraid like if you tell them you have one, they won't want to do it anymore. So you just don't mention it, and then you fuck them. And I guess recklessly but not knowingly would just be like, you haven't been checked and confirmed that you have it, but like you've banged like 10 different people in a week, no protection and give somebody AIDS. So this, this might be a quick, uh, am I an asshole here? I was, uh, getting cash out at the ATM and there is, there was a couple with their kid behind me waiting and directly to my left there's like uh like the bottom of a column of a pillar for the building so you could kind of sit on it on the side of it and the kid kept going up and like sitting on that and it felt like he was looking over my shoulder and I didn't want this this kid, you know, stealing my password or anything. Yeah. Because I don't know, maybe he's, like, passing it back to his parents behind him or something. I don't know. People are crazy. Like, at the airport, they check to make sure babies don't have bombs inside of them because these fucking terrorist people are blowing people up with babies now. So, I don't know. This fucking kid might have been trying to steal my ATM code. So I told them before I put my code in, I was like, hey, I was like, uh, I was like, can you go back there? Like, uh, you're kind of freaking me out. <laughs> and he's like seven years old, so he didn't really get it. You know, he's just like, what are you, what? Yeah. I mean, parents don't really like strangers talking to their kids, which I totally understand. But yeah. so that the dad kind of was like, hey, what's the problem? And I was like, oh, you know, like... <laughs> I'm just a little uncomfortable with him sitting right there. And the dad is like, okay, sure, fine, whatever. Like, he's going to know what to do with it. I was like, okay, like, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm not going to do it until the kid moves. (laughs) They get the kid down, like, pull him back, and the guy's kind of, you know, like, grumbling to his wife the whole time. And he kind of, you know, gave me a look as I walked past him on the way out. So I don't know. Am am I an asshole here for for wanting the kid not to be right on my shoulder at the ATM? No. Uh, the one thing I could think of though is uh, if you you could have asked the parents first, maybe. But the the dad seemed like a bit of a dick. I don't know. He didn't. I think he understood where I was coming from, but he just thought it was ridiculous at the same time. And like I probably would maybe feel the same way if like for sure like I knew my kid was just fucking chilling there and wasn't even paying attention or anything probably but I don't know man I don't maybe this says something about my life outlook but I don't just I don't fucking trust a <laughs> seven year old sitting right there looking at my ATM code really don't like when and I'm not a parent or anything so it probably pisses other people off even more but I don't like when other that when 
adults talk to kids and they're not their kids. Like that, I think that's not cool. <laughs> Especially when it's in a, like a, you know, like trying to teach them a lesson kind of thing. Like, yeah, you definitely can't try to discipline someone else's kid unless you're like their teacher or a cop or something. But like you said, cops, uh, teachers. Uh, definitely not priests. Uh, if you don't have a job working with kids and they're not your kids, you don't need to talk to them. There's just not many reasons that anybody can think of of why you should be talking to them. No, like if I, if I had kids and some rando came up and started yelling at, like, even if they were right, I'd still be pissed at them for taking it upon themselves to teach my kid a lesson. Even if it's not, like, yelling or teaching a lesson, like, I don't want you chatting up my kid either way. Like, even if you're nice, that's probably even creepier. Yeah, I'd be very suspicious of someone just chatting up a kid. The only people who like talking to kids are, like, and I don't even know if teachers enjoy it, but teachers and then kid fuckers. It is kind of stupid that you see articles of people complaining about like sexism in the most random inconsequential things but like they never call out the fact that there's like <laughs> rape fetish porn or the like anime like but they're like five-year-olds oh yeah like um did we talk on the podcast about like is it okay for uh hentai to have underage characters if they're being voiced by a adult woman. I really hope no hentai is voiced by underage. Oh no, it's I mean I don't think it is. I'm sure there are ones where like everybody all the actual actors are adults, but like the characters are drawn as underage in the in the actual finished product. Uh I don't like the genre in its entirety. I think I'd ban it. So <laughs> That feels like CP to me. That just feels way too much. And if something feels like CP, that's, that feels like an auto ban. That's true. Like, even if it's not CP, if, if you're ever in a situation where you have to say, like, oh, no, it's not actually CP because then it kind of might as well be. And if we're really worried about pissing people off or people won't be able to fucking get off like they used to like are really worried about pissing people off that want like that are jerking off to this type of porn anyway like fuck these people i read a thing recently that was written by somebody who was like an undercover they're like going undercover like chatting on uh pedophile forums and stuff and they said apparently there's like <laughs> there's like a huge uh, split in the pedophile community of like there's the side that is just like oh yeah we're gonna rape kids and like here's how to do it versus the people who are like oh actually six year olds are able to consent <laughs> I don't know which is worse it is kind of scary that like there's definitely, like, you could definitely find an internet community that will support you in even the worst, like, things you could be. 
<laughs> a little too inclusive <laughs> at times. And then if anything gets banned, it's all like, oh, censorship, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, do you really want to be the person sticking up for CP or anything close to CP? Like, is that really going to be your argument for censorship? Yeah, you're allowed to censor kitty porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about, I think you brought this up before, about the, it was something about haircuts with, um, like, the small talk around it is just painful. Yeah, I hate it, anyway. I've noticed, because since then, I've kind of tried to be more aware of, like, the small talk and kind of keep track of whether engaging in the small talk improves the haircut or not. Okay. From my, I mean, pretty small sample size, but I don't know, I'd say maybe seven haircuts since that last, since that topic that we had it, maybe ten. I've definitely noticed that if you, you do small talk, you do get a better haircut. Ah, shit, really? But if, if you talk too much, it results in them becoming distracted so you have to str- like strike a balance because you, you have to engage them otherwise they don't care about like you have to kind of create some sort of like connection so they at least give a shit about what the haircut you're, they're cutting for you looks like but you can't make them forget that they're cutting your hair hmm okay it's really tough because sometimes you just get chit chatters or if you'll start if you start the conversation they're gonna run with it they want to make it look good, but, like, on this last one, the person just got talking and talking and talking, and I was kind of, you know, feeding into it, because I was like, oh, you know, this is just going to make it better. And they ended up just forgetting to do, like, one of my sideburns. So, like, I went around for, like, a week. I didn't even notice. One of my sideburns was, like, two inches longer than the other one. Did you hear about, uh, or do you know who Belle Delphine is? I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Twitch streamer celebrity who's selling her bath water. What the fuck? And I guess some guy had to go to, got like sick after drinking it and had to go to the hospital. (laughs) Why did he drink it? (laughs) I don't know. That's a weird one. How, how much did he pay? Oh, I don't know how much. I didn't see how much they're going for. You can just apparently buy jars of this chick's bath water if you want. Sounds like a weird cult or something. I mean, they're definitely doing it to jerk off into it or on it or I just. <laughs> Strange. I, uh, I mean, I guess it's a free country and they're allowed to. Do all that. Like, he's not suing her, is he? Oh, I don't think so. Because, like, he can't take any, like, action. Like, he knowingly bought bath. Like, you can't just drink. You don't want to just drink bath water without it having been on somebody else. So. Yeah. This fucking girl, though, she probably doesn't even. It's probably not even real. She probably just fills up jars of tap water. It sells these for 50 bucks a piece or whatever. Yeah, it's not like there's any way to check the authenticity of... That is genius. 
Good for her. Yeah. No. I'll, <laughs> if somebody's if somebody wants to pay me money for that, I'll give it to them. Would you be okay if your significant other was selling her bath water to other dudes? Uh, uh, that might irk me a little bit. Me too, but I don't know if I can explain it. And it's not like they can do anything, really. I mean, it's just water. Yeah. It's just like you know the people buying it are using it to get off somehow. Right. Because that's the only reason to buy that. Yeah, I don't... Um, it'd have to be a pretty big number, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a number, though. Yeah, I guess there's always a number. <laughs> Honestly, my own bathwater, though, like... Shit. Whatever, I mean, as long as I'm making a profit after shipping and handling. Hey, everybody. If you have an Am I an Asshole you'd like us to debate or just want to interact with the podcast, please visit our website at nitpickingnitwits.com or you can email me directly at mikestein7788 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.